95.9 KRFF Radio Free Fargo. I tell you what, I'm so excited. Coming up this Friday night, our pals in Firehouse. They're back and they're rocking Shooting Star Casino and they're celebrating the 30th anniversary of their debut album. And we've got them back here on the phone. Our good friend, Bill Leverty. Bill, what's happening, Captain? How are you? Hey, Travis. Thanks for having me back on your show, bro. It's always good to catch up with you and talk, man. Uh, first things first, uh, congratulations on 30 years of this debut album. But more important than that, congrats on 30 years in the business and still rocking and doing this. Is When's the last time that uh, you just thought to yourself, man, it's been 30 years and we're still here. We're still doing this. Wow. Well, we, we can only thank our fans and also the people who help us get to our fans, which are people like you and your station. And, and we, um, you know, we do pinch ourselves, you know, every night before we go on going, wow, this is a great ride and we're still able to do it. And it's, it's awesome. You know, it seems like just yesterday when the, the first record came out. So time flies when you're having fun. It really does. Well, hats off to you guys because we love you up here in the Midwest. And, and I have to say, you're one of the few bands that when we hear fans and listeners say, when is Firehouse coming back? What's a fun fan story you have that uh, fans have shared with you about this first album? Maybe it's maybe it's along the lines of uh, I may, I had my first makeout session to the first Firehouse album, or in a case like mine, I broke my bedroom window air drumming to Firehouse uh, during that first album. What's a good fan story that you have? Uh, there's so many off the top of my head. I, I have one where we we did some meet and greets, um, you know, early in our uh, career. And um, this biker, you know, came up kind of charging up uh, to me. <laughs> and I thought I was, he was going to punch me or something. He said, man, I just want to thank you. My song and my old lady's song is Love of a Lifetime. And I just love that song. <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> I thought I was going to get my teeth knocked out for, for something. And it uh, turned out he, he just wanted to give me a bear hug. <laughs> it was great. You know, it's so funny. And you wouldn't expect him to say Love of a Lifetime, too. You're thinking maybe Overnight Sensation or something. Something with a little more fire behind it. But he came up to you to give you the love on the uh, the love song there. Well, <laughs> It was great. It was great. So, I mean, it's, we've, we've had a lot, lots of great stories where... People have used our songs for for you know weddings and um, you know over the years, and it's it's just a great thing that we've we've been able to have an emotional connection with people with, through our music. I mean, it's really a remarkable thing, and we're we're just so lucky to to have fans that that really do feel that. And can't wait to play Shooting Star. You Absolutely. Know, it's going to be, be fun. Gig. I, I want to ask you, I imagine going out and celebrating the album this year and performing songs off of it that I would imagine you probably haven't played in a long time. Is there a particular song off this album that you are more excited to be playing? Because it's been a while since you've seen it on the set list. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. We, we are going to play the first album front to back in running order. And um, there are some songs on there that we haven't played as regulars. You know, of course, we play Don't Treat Me Bad every night. We play All She Wrote every night. We play Shake and Tumble. Those are kind of the staples in our set. But uh, let's say, like, a song like Home is Where the Heart Is, which it was actually the first song we ever got on the radio that was a big hit for us before we got our record deal. It was an instrumental song in, in getting it signed. Um, that's one that we d- we didn't have in the set list for a while, and that's going to be that's going to be great. Um, so I, I, I kind of look forward to that one. It's a challenging song, and it's it's um, a lot of vocals and, and a lot of a lot of guitar licks, and and, yeah. and I, I just one of those songs that I think um, 
just makes me feel good. So I look forward to playing that one. Well, I'm glad you actually brought that song up because that's a song that I got queued up right as we speak. So when we're done talking here, that's the song I'm putting on because that's one of my favorites off that album too. Oh, cool, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Is it fair to say that this first album is the one that the band is most noted for? Is that a fair assumption to you? Uh, I think that's that's fair. I mean, I, you know, we, our first record came out in America. It's it's sold you know well over uh, two million records right. and. Um, Sequence at about a million, so it's it's twice as twice as popular, I guess. I know I know it's a tough question to to answer, but being that the first album is your most noted album, is it your particular favorite album, though? Yeah, I, I could couldn't really say that. Although it's it's definitely in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as your your Firehouse Records, is that your favorite body of work as a band? I, I mean, I feel very proud of it, and, yeah. and I but I feel proud of all of them. And, yeah. and our bands evolved over the years, and we had um, you know an album called Category Five, where yes. we we were kind of it's more acoustic and more country, and 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 or I should say Southern feel. And had a cool a bunch of cool things, and I'm really proud of that one. And I'm really proud of our our uh, good acoustics album, which is you know just about all acoustic kind of sound and stuff. And and I really like our our last uh, studio record um, that we did, which is called Prime Time. It's it's you know it's like they're all a little bit different, sure. yet they're all a little bit the same because it still sounds like us. And and yeah. I, I just kind of like the way that we've kind of absolutely evolved. I love it. You you guys have always kind of. Uh, tested the waters with each record kind of going over into left field a little bit a little over into right field but you've somehow managed to stay true to firehouse so kudos to you guys for that okay. is there any material that didn't make the first album that ended up on future firehouse releases yes there were a couple that made it uh onto yeah we we had a couple songs that that crept in later on but there were a couple of them that didn't make it on the first record that were on the second record i'm trying to trying to think which ones they were i can't remember off the top of my head honestly but um there were a couple um sure that and then there were a couple that you know that, that didn't make it because they just they they we we realized later that they weren't as good as they needed to be. Absolutely. So speaking of those songs, are there Firehouse songs still in the vault already recorded that the public has never heard that maybe somewhere down the road we'll see a box set or maybe a Rarities album, anything like that? I I don't know. I mean, so there are a couple that we didn't put on the records because we didn't feel like they were, they were up to snuff, you know? And so releasing them at this point would be like what why go release songs that weren't good enough then why why would they all of a sudden be good enough now you sure know? sure i don't know i mean you never know what may happen in the future but that's the way i feel about it now myself that would be my vote well i tell you what firehouse has always been one of my favorite bands you guys are well-rounded you have the harmonies the musicianship you've got the songs you've got the live shows as a young up-and-coming artist there's a lot that musicians could learn from you. What is the one piece of advice that you would give an up and coming artist? Well, I mean, it would try, it would be to try to be an all round musician if you can. I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to do that myself. And I think that, <laughs> that, that that is the way to, to be the best songwriter you can be and be the best singer you can be. And, um, you know, pick the instrument that you really, really love, but also learn a little bit of the other instruments so that you can, put together a song and, and, and try to be 
be able to sing as much as you can. So it's try to be as much of a well-rounded musician as you can. Don't just be a guitar player or a or, you know or a drummer. Try to be a musician right. uh, uh, and and know a little, learn a little bit about all the other instruments as well, and, and harmony and right. and rhythm and theory. Absolutely. A big topic going on right now is the coronavirus, and a lot of artists are canceling shows, uh, appearances, even tours. Firehouse, you're active with fly-in and fly-out dates as a band. Are you guys at all concerned with uh, eventually having this coronavirus thing, if it keeps progressing, uh, dampen your tour plans in 2020? Do you think you might go back to the old school way of uh, hopping on a bus and doing six weeks out and take a break and then go back? Is is there any talk of how you might handle this if it becomes more of an issue? No, I mean, I, I we're, um, we're obviously all concerned about it. It's something that, that you know, you you can't turn on the TV without having that coronavirus flashed in your face, right. and, and it is a scary thing. However, I, I took two steps back and I thought about it, and um, listened to people like uh, you know Dr. Uh, Anthony Fauci, okay. uh, head of uh, NIH, and and um, I don't think it's as, as scary as as people are making it out to be if you're under um, you know. 70 or 80 years old, right. and if you don't have a compromised immune system. Fortunately, everybody in our band is healthy. We're under we're under 80. I'm not <laughs> going to say that we're under 70, but um, you know, we're, we're, we're coming to Shooting Star, and we're going to rock just like we always do, and we're going to get on the planes, and um, you know, we're just going to wash our hands, and, um, and I think we're going to be okay. Hey, you know, there's no telling that the... Uh, virus that i had i don't know three weeks ago or so right. wasn't the coronavirus i had all the symptoms i had the dry cough i had a fever oh wow i felt i had a headache i felt terrible and you know what i felt bad for a couple of days right and i'm fine now right i didn't get tested uh there were no tests then right but um i i don't i don't know that this is the end of the world right um so i'm going to live my life like it's not the end of the world and we're going to rock and roll and have a good time and and you know i'm going to go on thinking and believing uh look one thing i do know is that i don't know okay but i what i believe is that we're all going to be okay absolutely well i tell you what one thing about the coronavirus that i think we can all agree on is whoever their publicist is we need to hook up with them because they're everywhere Really good, really good publicist. I mean, I've, I've looked into it a little bit, and you know, it broke out in China. Right. Um, you know, that, and they they assumed that it was a three percent mortality rate, but they didn't factor in the denominator of that fraction of all the people who got it and survived and weren't even reported. So that's why they thought it was a 3%. So the latest is that it's a 1% or less right. mortality rate. And also in China, you've got, you know, guys, I think there's like 70% of all men smoke over there. And oh, they've right. got a really, really high air pollution level. So they might have had predisposed oh. lung conditions anyway that led oh, wow. to their pneumonia right. or whatever. So I don't think it's going to be 
as bad over here as it was over there. Yeah. Like I say, I don't know for sure, but we're we're all ready to rock. We're we're playing, uh, you know, we're playing the gig at the Shooting Star, yeah. and it's going to be an awesome time. And so everybody just wash their hands uh, <laughs> when they come, and when you go to the bathroom, finish <laughs> up washing your hands. Come on out, we're going to rock and roll. It's going to be a great time. I look forward to it. We all look forward to it. Bill, last time you were on the show, we didn't get to quite connect because I ended up uh, well jacking my neck. But I'm alive and well, feeling great. So we're going to come up and see you Friday night at Shooting Star all Casino. Right on, buddy. Do we still? have the opportunity to join up with you before the show and i want to do something i have never gotten to do it's been a dream of mine for 30 years i want to sing the opening line to all she wrote with the guys in firehouse can we do that oh absolutely man it's it's for sure we're uh, definitely going to do that bring your uh, bring your uh, your your microphone and your recorder <laughs> so we can we can get that on tape and um we'd love to do it that'll be great and uh, hey man uh i'm gonna shake your hand because I know that uh, I know that you just washed them. <laughs> so you good. got it. A handshake and an, and an uh, opening bar to all she wrote. It's a date. Last thing I want to ask I'm you, and we're, we're we're venturing away from from Firehouse a little bit here. You recently guest played on a track called "Before Too Late," and it's got a great story behind it. Can you kind of give us the background on that? Oh, thanks, man. Well, Todd Waits is the guy who is the keyboard player who wrote the music. Jeff Scott Soto is the singer who wrote the lyrics and sang it and they asked me to play guitar on it and it's um an anti-hate song for kids so it's an anti-bullying song and but that's not it it's it's anti-hate so uh spreading the word of let's let's spread the word of of anti-hate and and not bullying up on people let's be cool to each other and it's a great message and it's a great song and i was just so honored to be a part of it i'm so glad that you mentioned that fantastic can we find that on uh you know your spotify or wherever you stream music can we find it out there is yeah, it available i think it's, I think it's at a, a website called rock stars don't uh, real rock stars don't hate or true rock stars don't hate um i've put a link of it on my uh, facebook page but i think uh let me true yeah it's true rockstarsdonthate.com perfect well we're going to go check yeah. that out and we're going to get the song cranking here on the air Bill it's always good to catch up with you we look forward to rocking out with you Friday night shooting star casino happy 30th anniversary to you and the guys on that debut album we can't wait thanks Travis see you soon buddy